Hi guys, welcome back to the Growing with Joe podcast, or welcome if you're new. I'm your host, Johanna. You guys, I have breaking news. I changed my Instagram and my TikTok username. You guys probably don't care, but I had a podcast listener reach out to me on Instagram. Her name is Tia. She was super sweet, and she actually told me that she majors in marketing, and she gave me the suggestion that if I changed my social media names, it would be easier for people to find me, and it would get me more reach on my socials. So thank you for the advice, girl. And that's what I did. I wanted to keep my Instagram username as my real name at Johanna Coopy for brand deals and sponsorship reasons and for people that just follow me in my personal life and know me in real life. But I'm thinking about changing my TikTok username to growing with Joe pretty soon. Hopefully when I get more followers and when the podcast gets a little bit bigger, I'll change it to that. If that username isn't already taken, I feel like it probably is with my luck. So I don't know what to do about that. I don't know if you have to like reach out to TikTok and like pay someone to change your username. I know celebrities do that on Instagram. Like they have to pay for that. (laughs) So I might have to do that. But yeah, my social media names were Hannah Coopy. And my full name is Johanna Coopy. And I've noticed some confusion. Like some people have asked me if my name was Hannah or Johanna. So yeah, I wanted to change it so that you guys can find me easier and there's less confusion when it comes to that. So please bear with me, guys. I'm just starting out and I'm learning as I go. But yeah, if you guys want to follow me on TikTok and Instagram, I will have them linked down below in the show notes. I also have all of my other social media linked as well if you guys want to follow me on there. But we are going to move on to the weekly affirmation. So if you're new to the podcast, every week in the beginning of every episode, I share an affirmation to start your day or your week off great on a positive note. So today's affirmation is, my positive thoughts create positive outcomes. Love that. We are all about optimism on this channel. Pessimism gets you nowhere and negative thoughts get you nowhere. Positivity will get you where you want to be spiritually financially, emotionally, really any aspect of your life. So yeah, that is the affirmation of the day. I do get all of these affirmations off of the app called I Am. It's free on the app store and I love it. If you guys want to get it for yourself, it gives you daily notifications and positive reminders. But now we're going to move on to the weekly favorites. If you guys are new to the podcast and you don't know what I'm talking about, Every week in the beginning of every episode, I share something that I'm currently loving. It could be a food, product, activity, literally anything. So I did go to Barnes & Noble the other day and I was looking for some more self-help books because that's literally the only genre I read. Like I will not read anything else because I just don't care for it to be honest. But I did get... David Goggins new book called Never Finished and it's really good so far. I'm like a quarter of the way through reading it so I can't say a whole lot about it since I haven't finished it yet but I'm really liking it so far. It's all about like mental toughness and performing when no one is watching. He came from a really rough childhood and he overcame a lot of difficulties in his life. So if you can relate to that, I highly recommend you get this book. I also just really like him as a person. He's a motivational speaker and I like hearing what he has to say. 
So if you do want to get it, I do have it linked in my Amazon storefront in the show notes below under the favorite books tab. It's definitely a good read so far in my opinion. And if you like my podcast and my motivational episodes and pep talks, you'll definitely like him as well. But yeah, that's pretty much everything I have to say about the weekly favorites. But moving on to our topic for today, you guys have no idea how excited I've been to do this episode. This is actually my first Q&A ever, and I finally have a big enough audience to do this, and I'm so excited. Like, I just love DMing you guys back, and I look forward to checking my DMs and interacting with you guys. But in last week's episode, I asked you guys to DM me on Instagram with questions that you had, and you guys definitely delivered. I got quite a few DMs. Um, I feel like in this episode, I met a sleepover with you guys just having a girls chat because all of the questions that I got are very like, what's the word that I'm looking for? Like juicy? I don't know. They're tea. But (laughs) that's just what I pictured in my head when I was reading these questions and gathering them up. But anyways, we're going to get right into it. Um, the first question that I got was from Mallory. She said, what should I do if I'm dealing with a toxic friend that I've known for years? She's always putting me down. She's never happy for me. And I feel bad about myself every time I spend time with her. I'm scared to drop her because I won't have any other friends. Okay. Thank you for your question, Mallory. Um, My best piece of advice that I have to give to you is that no company is better than bad company. Being lonely sucks, but it is so much better than being surrounded by people that are jealous of you, have secret animosity and competitiveness towards you, and they're always putting you down. I said this example in last week's episode, but if you guys missed it, I'll say it again. Think of yourself as a flower. A flower cannot survive and grow if it isn't in a good healthy environment if you keep the flower in the dark you never water it you don't give it healthy soil it's going to slowly wither away and that's exactly how it feels being in a toxic friendship or relationship you feel drained you feel empty you feel bad about yourself which ultimately ruins your self-esteem and your happiness and Real friends would never make you feel this way. Real family would never make you feel this way. Your your boyfriend or your girlfriend would never want to make you feel this way. If you're in a healthy friendship or a relationship, you're going to feel uplifted. You're going to feel recharged and you're going to feel really happy after you spend time with this person. You shouldn't feel like crap or really anxious after hanging out with this quote friend. So when you give a flower water, good soil, you put it in sunlight It's going to be a healthy plant and it's going to thrive. It's in a good environment. So if you surround yourself with people that genuinely want the best for you, they want you to grow, they want you to win, they encourage you and they push you to become a better version of yourself, you are going to thrive. Energy and your gut never lie. If you feel like something is off, you feel like this person doesn't like you, you feel like this person is jealous of you, then you're probably right. Like you said, this friend of yours, she's always putting you down and she's never happy for you. That is a huge sign of jealousy in a fake friend. She's most likely unhappy with herself and her own life and she's projecting that onto you. She's putting you down to make herself feel better. And that's honestly really sad when you think about it because hurt people hurt other people. She's probably feeling really negative deep down, but it's not your responsibility to put up with that behavior. That is her responsibility to fix that. 
You don't deserve that. Nobody does. And I acknowledge the fact that you've known this person for a very long time, like you said, but a friend that you could potentially meet in the future and hang out with for two weeks can treat you much better than this person that you've known for five years, 10 years, 15 years, or however long. Time really means nothing. It's quality over quantity. And I'm going to be real with you guys. I am the loneliest I've ever been this year, but I'm the happiest. Two years ago, I was partying all the time. I was going out every single night. I always had to move. I was always hanging out with people. I was always surrounded by people, but I was so unhappy. I was literally the definition of being lonely in a crowded room. I had so many, quote, friends, but I had no one to spend time with outside of partying. I had no shoulder to cry on. I had no one to share how I was really feeling with. I had no one to talk to about my dreams and my goals with. All of my friendships were just very surface level. So coming from someone that was the party girl and was very extroverted and had lots of friends, it isn't all that it seems. And I'm much happier and at peace now that I have like five very close friends that I can count on one hand. Like I said, um, no company is better than bad company. And I would take that any day over like 50 fake friends. So in my opinion, cutting this person off is really important for your mental health and your growth. Like I said, a flower can't grow if you leave it in the dark with no water. You can't grow with negative people in your circle always putting you down and secretly wanting you to fail. They're going to do everything in their power to drag you down to the level that they are at and keep you there. Toxic people are leeches. They will suck the life out of you and they will drain you. So you're doing yourself a favor by ending this friendship. I recommend distancing yourself and not giving energy to this person anymore. And if you're afraid of having no other friends, have trust in the universe or have trust in God, law of attraction or yourself, whatever you believe in, that the right friends will come when it's time. It might not be tomorrow. It might not be a month from now. It might not even be a year from now, but have trust that the right people will come into your life. And there's nothing wrong with being alone. Being alone is powerful, actually. It shows that you put yourself before toxicity, disrespect, anything less than what you deserve. So if you do choose to cut this person off, I recommend using that time alone to figure out yourself, focus on yourself, and figure out the qualities that you do want in a friendship so that you do attract the right people into your life. All of the good people, experiences, and blessings are being blocked by that one person that you're keeping around. Think about that. But yeah, that's my advice on that question. The second question that I got was from Stephanie. She said, hey, I've been listening to your podcast and I'm literally obsessed. You've helped me so much. You mentioned how we can reach out to you if we have any topic ideas. I think it would be great if you could talk about how to stay self-disciplined, self-controlled and things like that to not give up. Okay. Thank you so much for listening, and I'm so glad my podcast has helped you, but my best piece of advice for staying self-disciplined and controlled is mindset and thinking long-term, because if we're being realistic and honest, you are not always going to be motivated. You cannot rely on motivation all the time to get you where you want to be, because you are going to have off days. You're going to have days where you feel tired. You're going to have days where you feel lazy and unmotivated. 
everybody has those days, including me, but it's discipline and mindset that will get you where you want to be. So for example, this podcast that I run, I do everything completely by myself. I don't have a management team yet. I don't have an editor. This podcast is completely run by me only because I'm just starting out. And I have to draft out these episodes, which can take hours. I have to record them, which also takes hours. Like a 45-minute podcast really takes me like three hours to record because sometimes I stutter or mess up what I'm saying or my voice will crack and I'll have to restart. Or sometimes my dog will start barking and interrupt what I'm doing to be let out. And that gets very frustrating. (laughs) And on top of that, I have to edit the episodes and write in the show notes a description and post them. So it's a lot more work behind the scenes than me just sitting down and talking for an hour about random stuff with no planning. And I don't want it to sound like I'm complaining about this podcast at all. That's not my intention because I love doing it. But sometimes I get frustrated like everybody else. I get lazy like everyone else. And I have days where I don't feel like doing it and I want to relax or I'd rather go out with friends and do something else. But it's discipline that keeps me pumping out these episodes every single week. And the way that I stay disciplined is by reminding myself of my long-term goal. So on days where I don't feel motivated to draft out episodes, I remind myself why I'm doing it in the first place and what my long-term goal is. So no, I might not feel motivated to do this podcast at this moment, but I'm doing it because I'm passionate about it and I can hopefully gain a large audience and make a large second income from it. That's what I remind myself all the time. Or let's say, for example, you're not feeling motivated to do your homework or study. Think about it long term. No, you might not feel like studying for that exam at this moment. But if you do and you pass, that will help you get your degree, which will help you get your dream job. It's the little things that add up. Or if you're on a fitness journey, no, you might not feel like working out today. But if you do, that will help you achieve your dream body or that will help you with your long term health. Like working out is so good for your heart and your body. It's not just about looks. Think about how healthy you'll be in 20 years if you're active every day or at least a few times a week. But it really is all mindset because if you think about it, your mind is controlling every action you do. Your mind is controlling whether you pick up the book and study. Your mind is controlling whether you get up and do a workout. My mind is controlling whether I sit down and record this podcast right now or not. So once you have control over the way you think, and your mindset, you will be able to achieve your goals. Like me sitting here and saying to you guys that you're just going to be motivated 24-7 if you really want something and you're going to feel inspired all the time and every day you're going to feel great, that would be a complete lie. And (laughs) I don't want to lie to you guys. I'm here to tell you the truth and what you need to hear. So you are going to have bad days. You're going to have days where you don't want to do anything. You're going to have days where you don't see any progress. You're going to have days where you mess up, but just tell yourself that quitting will not get you where you want to be either. And if you continue to push yourself, even if you don't want to, and you continue to stay disciplined, you will achieve anything seriously. I always say this, but if it was easy, everybody would do it. That's why they're not. And another thing that I remind myself when I want to quit or give into self-sabotage and temptation is that that one thing that I want right now, 
is short-term satisfaction. It's probably not helping me in the long run. So let's say you're in college, for example, and you really want to go to a party tonight, but you have a bunch of assignments that are due tomorrow that you're not finished with and you have an exam that you really need to study for. Those parties will always be there. There will probably be another one tomorrow night or next weekend. But if you go to that party tonight and you don't do your assignments, how is that helping you in the long run? That's going to tank your grades, right? If you don't finish them. So that party is short-term satisfaction and temptation that you want to give into. So you have to control your mind and your urges and you have to think about what your priorities really are. But yeah, it really is all mindset. Once you have the emotional intelligence to ask yourself why you're having these urges, why you want to quit, why you're feeling discouraged, why you started in the first place, what your goal is in the long run, you will be able to stay disciplined with your goals. You just have to learn how to have control over your own thoughts. So that's my advice for staying disciplined and staying on track in general. The third question that I got was from Annabelle. She said, hi, I've been listening to your podcast a lot lately and I love your advice. I think it's been really helpful for me. I was wondering if you could maybe include some of the self-help books that you've read in any of your next episodes since I have no idea where to start. Wishing you the best. Thank you so much for your question and thank you so much for listening. But I actually do have a few recommendations. One that I really like is called Stop Doing That. S-H-I-T <laughs> by John Bishop. Um, I'm kind of scared to swear on here because I don't want to be demonetized or anything since my podcast is not explicit. I don't know how that works, but that book is literally so good. That one actually relates to the last question about like staying self-disciplined and staying on track if you struggle with that. It's one of the first self-help books that I ever read and I really loved it. It's all about like ending self-sabotage and learning how to have control over your own thoughts. So if self-sabotage is something that you really struggle with, I would definitely recommend that one. That book taught me everything I needed to know about like having self-control, learning how to not give in to temptation and negative urges, how to deep dive into my thought process. It's a really good book. Another one that I recommend is called What a Time to Be Alone by Chidera Igaru. This book is so, so good. If you're on a healing journey, you're taking time to yourself to be alone, this book is made for you. There are lots of reminders to get you through tough times in this book, lots of good reminders if you feel like you're struggling currently. It's just very empowering and it's basically a guide for self-love. It teaches you solitude and how to live a more fulfilling life on your own. It's also really aesthetic to read if you care about that stuff. The designs are really cute. Um, so if you're not much of a reader, this is just a cute short nonfiction self-help book for you. It's not really a long in-depth read. So if you're looking for more of like an in-depth book that's gonna like deep dive, then this might not be the one for you. But if you're a busy person that doesn't really have much time on your hands to read or you don't really like reading that much, like I, I don't know how to like... <laughs> I don't know how to explain that, but like if you don't like to read that much or if you don't have that much time, this is just a cute little short book for you to read. I think you would like this one a lot. And another one that I recommend is called The Mountain Is You by Brianna Wiest. This book is 
literally incredible and I got so many takeaways after reading this. It's just one of those books that makes you sit there and question your entire life. I think everybody needs to read this book. This book is just meant for you if you're looking to change your life and your habits but you feel like you are in your own way and I think this book is literally life-changing and will just rewire the way you think. And when you read this book, make sure that you have like a highlighter or you write down some of the quotes because they are just chef's kiss and they will stick with you. This book is so good and I think it's perfect for my audience actually because a lot of you guys have come to me about learning self-love, how to improve your life, but you don't know how or you're scared of what other people think and you're just in your own way and things like that. But I think this book is great and I think all of you guys should read this book. But I do have all of these books linked in my Amazon storefront. I always have my storefront links below in the show notes and it is in my bio if you guys follow me on Instagram at Johanna Coopy. But they're under the favorite books tab. And I do have a bunch more books in my storefront as well. They're all self-help books because that's literally the only thing that I read. I don't really read fiction or other genres because I'm just not really into it personally. But yeah, those are some of my recommendations. But if you want more, definitely go check out my storefront. That way you guys can read all of the descriptions and the reviews to see which book would be the best fit for you. Okay, another question that I got was from Mia. She said, Hi, Queen. I love your podcast. I've been listening since the beginning, and you've grown your audience so fast. I can see your podcast hitting the top charts in the future. What are some of your pros and cons of being successful very quickly at a young age? This was a really good question. I really liked this one, and thank you so much. Um, success is really defined by you as a person. So me right now, I'm currently only at 31,000 downloads and I have a little over 6,000 followers on Spotify. So to someone else that might not be a lot, you know, there are podcasts that are getting 31,000 downloads per episode, um, not all together combined. So that might not be a lot to someone else that might not be considered successful to someone else but that is to me so I really appreciate you saying that um but I'll start off with the pros to be on a positive note but one of the pros is literally just having an amazing audience you guys don't understand how much I enjoy seeing your messages in my Instagram dms of how much I've helped you so don't ever hesitate to connect with me But I just love sharing my advice and helping other people. Like helping other people makes me feel really good that I'm actually having a positive impact in the world and I'm using my influence for something good. I want every girl or guy that listens to my podcast to win and be happy and successful. And I'm so glad that I'm helping some of you achieve that and overcome some of your difficulties because that makes me feel good knowing that I'm helping other people with my advice. And I would love for this podcast to hit the top charts so that I can make enough money to donate to charity and give back as well. I've always wanted to do that. Like I've always said, if I ever become rich, I want to use my money for something good and donate to animal shelters, domestic violence shelters, homeless shelters, and to cancer research and things like that, that would just really complete me as a person. And 
I just love the support from you guys as well. So those are definitely the pros when it comes to running this podcast. But some of the cons when you're striving for success is learning how to be alone and take your own path. I've noticed that success comes with being lonely, especially if you're young and you're just starting out and in the process of doing that. Like I haven't even run this podcast for a year yet and I'm not exactly where I want to be. But anyways, like I said earlier, I did not have my life on track previously and I was partying a lot. I had tons of friends, but once I realized that partying every single weekend wasn't productive and it wasn't going to get me where I wanted to be and I needed to stop doing that and sit out and focus on my goals I became really lonely to be honest like I am alone majority of the time now because I'm just not interested in partying every single weekend and going clubbing or whatever like I just want to better myself and improve and be successful and now I'd rather work on the weekends to be honest (laughs) Like, that sounds so lame. I'm 20 years old and I'm like, yeah, I'd rather work and like stay at home on the weekends. But it's true. Like, I actually enjoy working on my social media more than going out and partying because I feel like I'm getting something out of it and I'm bettering myself. Um, And in your 20s, that's all everybody does. Like, everybody's in college and everybody wants to just go drinking and go to frats and go clubbing. And I just don't really want to do that anymore. Like, I'm not interested in that anymore. And my idea of fun now is going to brunch, going to the gym together, traveling, going out and making content. And I feel like nobody really wants to do that, especially in their 20s. So I kind of had to sacrifice a lot of my social life to focus on my long-term goal, which I'm okay with, but it does get lonely sometimes. But personally, I would rather just work hard now and grind in my early 20s so that I'm not having to do that later in life, if that makes sense. Like I'll work now and party later in life and enjoy my money and things like that when I achieve those things. But right now, I'm just more focused on my career. Another thing that you'll notice when you start to become successful is who your real friends and family are, who actually wants you to win and who doesn't. Like I have achieved certain milestones and I've noticed that some people I'm close with view it on my social media, but they don't congratulate me or even like the story or picture or comment. They don't swipe up or anything or even text me like they never miss a story, but they don't like my content and they don't support my content or Like, I don't know, they have the time to keep up with me, but not the time to congratulate me. And it's like when I'm improving, sorry, I said that wrong, when I'm improving (laughs) and achieving some things, it's like silence for some people and they don't clap for me. And it kind of hurts, especially if it's your friends or your family that are in your closest circle and they aren't really supporting you, the people in your circle that should. And... I don't really need outside validation or people to congratulate me or hype me up or boost my ego, but it would be nice to have some support from the people that I'm closest with. So when you start making moves and taking your own path, you'll realize like who genuinely is there for you and wants you to be the best version of yourself. And you know the saying like some people want to see you do good, but not better than them. That kind of applies and it sucks. And Some people in my family have made snarky remarks or rude jokes that aren't really jokes. They're disguised as something else. So 
just be mindful of that. Not everybody is going to like you. Not everybody is going to support you. Not everybody wants to see you win. People are going to say rude things because they either don't understand what you're doing or they have those limiting beliefs about themselves and they're projecting them. But in order to be successful, you kind of just have to accept that and keep it pushing. You can't let that get in the way and stop you. But I did make an entire episode about the harsh truths of becoming successful. If you haven't seen that one already, I think you definitely should. But yeah, those are the pros and cons that I've noticed of finding my path to success and doing things differently. Okay, another question that I got was from Kayla. She said, hey girl, love your podcast. I was wondering if you could give some advice on navigating your 20s. I feel like I'm so behind and I don't know what I'm doing with my life. I have no direction. I love this question. This one is really good. But this is something that I am also experiencing. And my best piece of advice for you is that nobody knows what they're doing especially in their 20s, including me. Your 20s is the time to find yourself, make mistakes, try new things, make friends, start living on your own, literally all the things. You are becoming your own person and you're becoming independent. And it's totally normal to mess things up and not know what you're doing. If you think about it, nobody has a clue of how their life is going to end up. You're not born with a list of, what college you're going to go to, what career you're going to have, who you're going to marry, how many kids you're going to have, what state you're going to live in. Nobody knows. They figure it out as they go and through trial and error. Being in your 20s is such a weird time because everybody's taking their own path and doing different things. You're not stuck in the same school with the same class being told what to do every single day. And it's completely fine to not have your entire life figured out at 20 years old. In fact, you shouldn't. You've barely even started your own life and you have so much time to figure out what you want to do. My advice for finding yourself and your passions is taking time to yourself to figure out what you like to do. Spend less time on social media, spend less time hanging out with friends, and spend less time doing things that distract you. And allow yourself time to sit with yourself and try out different hobbies and interests. You won't know what your hobbies are if you don't try them. You can't find yourself if you're always filling your time with things that distract you or fill a void. You have to spend some time alone and just be in your own presence. I would suggest literally just like going on a walk and thinking and clearing your head and being in your own thoughts. Sit in a room with a journal and write down everything you're thinking of. Write down all your thoughts. Go in your notes app and write down all of your interests and things that inspire you. And it will naturally come to you eventually. This is exactly what I did. If you have to take a gap year from school to figure yourself out, then so be it. If you need to take time off work to clear your head and also figure yourself out, then so be it. It's more than okay to take time for yourself to figure yourself out and what you like to do, what you're interested in, what inspires you, what motivates you, what you actually want to do as a career. I think it's really important to take time for yourself. But yeah, just have patience with yourself, be kind with yourself, and try to focus on the present. Don't worry about where your life is going to be five or ten years from now, because guess what? We won't know until we get there. There's None of us know. There's no point in stressing and worrying about that if you aren't there yet. Focus on the step in front of you, not the entire staircase. 
If you're so wrapped up thinking about your future all the time, you aren't going to enjoy your life as it is right now. Everything will work itself out and everything will be okay. Have trust in yourself that you will. And I was the exact same way as you. I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life two years ago. But when I took time for myself and I started trying out different hobbies and experimenting, that's how I found myself. And now I'm doing something that I'm very passionate about. So yeah, if you want to hear more about my story and my advice on this one, I went more in depth in my episode called Feeling Lost and Stuck in Your 20s. If you want to check that one out, I think that would be really helpful for you. But yeah, my best recommendation if you're feeling lost is to spend some time alone to think and try out different hobbies and you can make a career out of pretty much anything. So Destiny reached out to me and said, hey, a question that I have for your Q&A is what are your thoughts on hookup and party culture? This one is also a really good question, but before I say my thoughts, I want to remind you guys that these are my own opinions and beliefs in the way that I live my life. I'm not telling you guys what to do or trying to shame anybody that does do these things. Obviously, you can do whatever you want and we can agree to disagree. But no, I do not participate in party and hookup culture to answer your question. I went into the party topic a little bit earlier, but the reason that I don't party anymore is because I just don't see the point. As somebody who used to party, it made me feel very empty and unfulfilled just being in like a dirty house with a bunch of random strangers that are under the influence isn't that fun for me anymore. And a lot of the guys that would approach me at these parties only wanted one thing and that just didn't make me feel good. Like that kind of attention doesn't make me feel good about myself or empowered and I don't want to be in an environment where people only care about like getting wasted and hooking up like I want more out of life and I want to spend time with people that I have actual connections with and I actually care about not spend my weekend with a bunch of strangers that I don't know that only want one thing from me um I have to watch what I'm saying because this podcast isn't explicit but yeah like partying to me is a celebration and I would think to myself like what am I even celebrating nothing Like some people, I feel like they hate their lives during the week. They hate school. They hate their jobs. They're nine to five and they only look forward to the weekends. And I think partying and drinking is an escape for most people. And I don't want to live my life only for the weekends. And I think that if the only time you're happy is when you're under the influence or using partying as an escape to run away from your problems, that's not healthy. And the reason that I don't participate in hookup culture is because I just don't want anyone having access to me. Like, I'm very selective with who I give my energy to, and I believe in soul ties. If you don't know what a soul tie is, it's basically when two people become one spiritually, and that happens after intimacy, and you basically absorb the other person's energy and their traumas and emotions, and I don't want that with just anyone respectfully. You basically become a part of them in your soul afterwards. So yeah, I'm not into partying anymore and hookup culture. And I'm not saying that I'm never going to go to a party again or I'm never going to have a drink in my life. But I just don't see the point in doing it excessively every single weekend. Like I said earlier, I'm 
career focused now and I'm more worried about building the life that I want than running away from the one that I currently have. And I'm okay with being out the mix and just focusing on myself. But let me know if you guys want me to do an entire episode on this topic. I could go on about this for so long, but that was just like a very brief explanation. I can go into a lot more detail if you guys want me to, but maybe I will now that I'm thinking about it. But (laughs) yeah, I think that would be a really interesting episode. So those are my thoughts on party and hookup culture. Another question that I got was from Daniela. She said, when you started to focus on your life and change for the better, weren't you afraid that people wouldn't accept you or you would lose friends? I really liked this question and I wanted to include it because I think it's really important. But it's not that I was afraid of people not liking me or losing friends. It was just an adjustment for me and something that I had to get used to because in my past, I was a huge people pleaser. I wanted everyone to like me. I wasn't confrontational. I never did anything unique to step outside the box. And I just wanted to fit in if I'm being completely honest. And like I said earlier, I just got tired of doing that. I felt like I was masking myself. I always felt drained because I was making everyone else happy but myself. And It's exhausting to always pretend to be someone that you're not. Like, I was miserable every single day. So something in me changed like a light switch. I don't know how else to explain it. But, yeah, one day I just decided, like, I'm done putting on this facade every day. I'm done making myself smaller than I actually am to make others comfortable. I'm done not pursuing the things that actually make me happy and the things that I actually want to do. So yeah, it definitely took a while to get used to not having the social life that I used to have and all of the friends that I used to have. Like I went from going out every single night to going out like once a month now, if even. And if you asked someone in my circle how I was two years ago compared to the person I am now, it's like two completely different people. But I just told myself that if you don't go after the life that you want, you will never have it. You will never be the person that you want to be if you don't start to make some changes and take action. But yeah, if you're listening to this and you're in the same boat that I was in, just know that it's never too late to grow. It's never too late to change. It's never too late to go after your dreams. Change is normal. And we're supposed to change as human beings. So you can completely rebrand yourself and your life and your past doesn't matter. And what other people think doesn't matter either. What matters is that you're happy and you're living the life that you want to live. So the last question that I'm going to answer is from Caitlin. She said, hi, love. I'm so obsessed with your podcast and your advice. I really want to start posting on social media, but I'm so scared of what the other people in my high school will say about me. How do I get past this? Oh my God, this reminds me, I should have mentioned this book earlier, but you guys should definitely read the book called The Courage to Be Disliked. This book is for chronic people pleasers that care too much about what other people think. Sorry, I'm not trying to call you out, Caitlin, (laughs) because I was like that too, and I needed to read that book. I'm so glad that I did, but this book is linked in my storefront as well. It's a really good read, and it teaches you how to validate yourself instead of asking for outside validation. 
But if you aren't able to read the book, I will give you my advice because I used to be just like you. Ever since I was little, I always wanted to do some form of social media as a career, as like a side hustle or like my main job. But I didn't start taking it seriously until I was out of high school because I was also scared of people's opinions and people talking about me. I was scared to be different and the topic of conversation for some people. I wanted to fit in and I wanted everyone to like me and basically be like unproblematic if that makes sense. Like I thought if I was normal and I didn't do anything unique then nobody would pay any attention to me or talk about me but I was so unhappy operating like that. Like I think I just snapped. You can only people please for so long until you can't anymore you know. Like I just got tired of making everyone happy and putting everyone else before myself and my own desires last. So my advice for your situation, I know it's easier said than done, but it's to literally just go for it. Think about how much you will regret not trying and not going for it if you don't. I know I do. I wish I started my social media in high school. That would have put me four or five years ahead. And I'm just starting now in college. Do you know how many celebrities I have heard say that same exact thing? I wish I started in high school. I wish I started in college. I wish I started in my 20s. I wish I started in my 30s. So many influencers say that too. Oh, I wish I did social media in high school, but I was too scared of what other people thought of me. I was in that same boat. You're in that same boat. So take action. The biggest risk that you take is not taking one at all. You'll probably never see any of those people again after high school anyways. And if they do talk about you, that's only boosting your views and your revenue. They're fans, babe. No, I'm kidding. But seriously, other people's opinions don't matter because it's your life at the end of the day. They cannot control what you do. Only you can. So I'm begging you to just go for it. I know it's scary and I know it's out of your comfort zone, but don't waste any more time doubting yourself and being concerned about what other people think. Have that tunnel vision. And you, you probably will have secret admirers that look up to you as well and look up to what you're doing and your courage to put yourself out there. And if you do have one supporter, it's me. I will hype you up. <laughs> so that's my advice. Please go for it. Go after your dreams. Do not waste any more time doubting yourself. Don't waste any more time contemplating whether you should do it or not. Just go for it. What's the worst that can happen? But that's all I have for today's Q&A. Um, I went back and I was like listening through some of the clips and I noticed that two of them were horrible quality for some reason. I have no idea why it was like that and I don't know how to fix that. So if you noticed that, I just wanted to apologize. Spotify, please get it together. Or maybe it's my phone. I don't know. But thank you so much to everyone that reached out to me on Instagram and DM'd me. I actually got so many more replies than I was expecting to get, but I appreciate every single one of you. Let me know if you guys want me to do more of these in the future. I think Q&As are super fun. I have always liked watching other creators Q&A videos, but yeah, if you guys liked today's episode, I would appreciate it so, so much if you guys followed the podcast, left a rating, and turned on the notification bell so that you guys know when I post next 
Also, like I said earlier, if you guys want to follow me on Instagram and TikTok to see more of what I'm doing in my personal life, that would be amazing. I would love to connect with you guys. I've been more active on my TikTok and I'm trying to post more frequently on there. But my Instagram and TikTok are now at Johanna Coopy. Not Hannah Coopy anymore. Like I said, I changed it. So I will have them linked in the show notes for you guys. But that is everything I have to say, I think. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And I will see you guys next week. Bye.